Mark Santiago here, and welcome to the Empowered AF Podcast, where each episode we share powerful strategies to help you communicate, act, and lead like an empowered man. Thanks for joining me. All right, we are live again. So earlier, I was talking about the idea of divorce, and a lot of you asked me this question a lot, which is, should I move on? What should I do? Is divorce the best option for me? And so I'm going to cover that in today's episode. And again, a lot of this is personal experience as well as client experience and just years of being in the trenches with men that are facing these types of scenarios. And as I was sharing earlier, uh, you know, the fact is, is when you are hit upside the head with an affair or I don't love you and all of those things. And, and you feel like you're trying and you're putting in the effort and you're in some cases going months or even years before she's able to make up her mind. It gets very daunting and it gets very, very frustrating uh, because you, you try to live in that way, right? Like nobody wants to live in that mess. Nobody wants to live in that place of uncertainty. Like we're looking for certainty. You know, I remember the pain of finding out an affair and finding out that these things were happening and just melting down and not even being able to show up for work, not even be able to, you know, go to my job and like function, you know, hiding literally in my office uh, from all the stuff that I was going through. So I think there's a couple of questions that need to be asked of yourself as you're on this journey. Right. If your marriage vows have been broken and there's really no repentance, there's no turning of the mind, there's no changing of the mind from your wife and you're not seeing any changes, um, I want to talk about what kind of questions you need to be asking yourself. Here's why. is because, number one, I don't know your situation. I can't give you all of the answers. I wish I could grant godlike answers to every single man in this group. We wouldn't even need this group or this program or any of those things because I would just have all the answers. But that's not what I do. What I'm doing is teaching you how to think about the problem you are solving. Okay. And, and this problem of what do I do? Do I file for divorce? All of the things that are going through your mind. Is this the end? Will she come back? Blah, blah, blah. All, all the stuff that you're frustrated with and you're, and you're not sure of and all of that. So I want to give you a framework for how to answer that question. And then we'll talk about some of the options you actually have. So number one, the very first question I want you to ask yourself is this, how long am I willing to stand for this marriage? And when I say stand, what I mean is where you literally stay put in the marriage, you don't file, you don't go get a girlfriend, you don't you know, change your status, you don't take off your ring, you don't change your Facebook relationship status. How long am I willing to stand for this marriage? Now, some of you go, well, gosh, I'm just going to stand forever because, you know, my faith or, or whatever doesn't let me do that. I'm not supposed to. My parents culturally, or you just can't face the idea of divorce because you've got kids and you can't imagine what that's like, or you, you can't imagine what that's like. I know a lot of you are products of divorce, meaning that you grew up in a divorced home. And so hell no, you don't want to repeat that. You don't want them to go through what you went through. So you're willing to put up with more shit. You're willing to put up with more stuff and you're willing to stand. Okay. So as a part two of that question, how long am I willing to stand for this marriage? 
how long are you willing to be treated the way you're being treated? You know, this is important, right? Some of you are frustrated and you exhibit, you exhibit that, but you don't do anything about it. Uh, one of my favorite sayings, and I'm going to butcher this because Jeremy uh, always tries to help me say it. Jeremy Boone's a, a friend of mine. He's a coach in the, in the NFL world and uh, he coaches athletes and such. And, and, and he also trains, um, you know, athletic advisors or athletic people, whatever in that whole world. And he, he has this saying about what you tolerate is what you promote. And I absolutely love that saying, because if I'm tolerating this kind of behavior, what is that promoting back to my wife? If I'm tolerating her screaming at me, if I'm tolerating her having affairs, what does that promote to her? What is that telling her? Not only that, what is it telling my kids, right? When, when mom and dad are constantly fighting and mom is constantly berating and then dad is responding from an unhealthy place because he doesn't know how to use power statements, power triangles, setting the narrative, et cetera, the things we do in our, in our, in our VIP community. When he's not doing those things, the kids don't know what to think of that, right? They, they feel insecure. They get knots in their stomachs. They get stress. They have all kinds of things because you are promoting to them that it's okay for your wife to treat you this way. That it's okay for mommy to not be in the home. It's okay for this to happen. So before you can move through this paradigm, you have to be able to ask yourself, how long am I willing to put up with that? How long am I willing to be treated this way? Guy in the group, Josh, asked, what good is waiting them out with the affair if their mind is already made up? I waited two months and she only caused more damage. It's a great question, Josh. What good is waiting out if they've if they've had an affair? If you haven't checked out my coming back to the affair, or excuse me, coming back to the marriage video as well as the affair video, uh, both of them are in in our, in our podcast section episodes, I believe two and three, as well as they're also in the Facebook group that we have where I talk about the idea of an affair and the vacillation between that. Josh asked that question from the place of he's just done, right? He doesn't he doesn't want to wait anymore because he feels like she's already made up her mind. Now, you know what? It's a very good possibility that she's made up her mind, but it's also a very good possibility that she hasn't and she doesn't know what to do about it. Women who have had affairs really struggle with, do I stay with Mr. Safe, which is you, or do I move on to Mr. Exciting, which is the affair partner? And a lot of times women can't do that because Mr. Exciting is still married and is promising her that he will leave his wife for her. But did you know the statistics say that men that are having an affair are likely to have multiple affairs going on at the same time versus women just having one. And that's because men are much more physical than women when it comes to affairs. So a woman could be swept off her feet, not realizing he's just playing her. And so she vacillates and, and all of those things. So really, Josh, your question about waiting them out really comes back to how long are you willing to stand and how much are you willing to put up with? Like, how much are you willing to be treated the way you're being treated? Okay, number two, is this the life I want? Is this the life I want? So in your current situation, as you're thinking about your life and what's going on and where you're at, is this the life you want? Well, I mean, 
from probably every one of you is no, right? Like this isn't the life you want. So then the follow-up question is, how long are you willing to wait to live the life that you actually want? One of the key components of our VIP program is we help guys start to discover their leadership. And in that, they start to, to discover who do they want to become and what do they want to attract in their life? So that regardless of what happens with their wife, they're living the adventure. The man is living the life that he wants to live. And if she decides to come back and join him, great. If not, he's okay because he realizes he's going to be all right. I love, you know, one of my clients, Brett, recently wrote this thing. Uh, Dallas also wrote this recently. Very similar situations where the wife had had an affair, moved out, et cetera, all these things. And, and when they came to us, they were so broken and they were in this place of, you know, I don't know how I can do this. I don't know how to move forward. I don't, I don't know all these things. And they didn't want the divorce. But by the end of the program, they come to this place where they realize, fuck, I don't need her to exist. I don't need her to have a life. Like I can actually enjoy my fucking life because I'm a man who doesn't need to have a relationship. Now that doesn't mean that you don't end up in a healthy relationship where you have a, an interdependence on a woman. But what it means is that he can move on if she decides not to. And here's why. Here's why. Because the men in our group, the men in our VIP community specifically, are very focused on creating the life they want to live, creating adventure, creating excitement, finding hobbies again, doing things they didn't do before because they were afraid of it. And then if their wife is ready, she looks at that and says, holy shit, I want to be a part of that adventure. Because she's no longer the adventure. See, too many of you guys make your wives the adventure. Women don't want to be your adventure. They want to join you in your adventure. And that's why you grovel. And that's why you cry. And that's why you plead and all those things. Because the woman has become the adventure. I did that so much. I lived in a toxic situation where my wife or my ex-wife now was the adventure. And then everything I did, everything I stood for, everything I breathed, whatever came from this place of you're my adventure, you're my life. I don't do anything without you. And that's so unhealthy for you. So you have to ask yourself, how long are you willing to wait on the life that you really want to live? Let me tell you something, guys. The life you're living right now, if you are not fully alive, if you are not fully alive, if you are not fully aligned with yourself and fully tapped into who you want to become, if you're not living that life, what the fuck are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? The world is, is, is passing you by. Every minute is passing you by. And you're sitting over there going, well, gee golly, hopefully my luck will change. Hopefully I'll get a better job. Hopefully these things will happen. Hopefully coronavirus will go away. Hopefully Biden wins or Trump wins or hopefully whatever the fuck that it is that you are struggling with, hopefully these things will happen. But listen, that kind of hope does not lead to a life change because you have to tap into something inside of you and pull it out and say, you know what? That's what I want. And I'm willing to do what it takes to go after it. To go fucking after it. Right before this, I was on a call with a gentleman. Jake, he's a good guy. He'd been through some shit. He'd been through some dysfunction. 
He wasn't even uh, married. He was in a relationship with a girl. They had, they had kids together, all these things. And it was just constant back and forth, constant back and forth. And he finally got to this place where he's like, you know what? I can't live like this anymore. This dysfunction has to stop. I need help. And, he, and he, I remember him telling me, he's like, I've never even invested in myself like this before, but I know I must do it. And he was in. He was in because he was willing to, to no longer wait. Like he was no longer willing to wait for the life that he wanted to live. And he knew that by going forward, investing in himself was going to change the trajectory of his life. Guys, I am addicted to the transformation that our men receive. I'm addicted to the stories like Mark, who going through our program, staunch attorney, real, you know, guy that's just super intelligent, but struggles with emotionally connecting with his wife, finally having that breakthrough moment and clears the clutter out of the way, drops the emotional baggage, drops the walls. And his wife goes, oh my gosh, where has this been? Or Noah, who sends th this, this phenomenally written letter that we helped him craft to his wife to show her a new side of him. And she looks at that, hugs him, and says, yes, let's move forward. Guys, I'm addicted to that kind of transformation. And if you're not, well, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe you should find another group. Maybe you should find another podcast. Maybe you should go somewhere else. Whatever. Because we're not here to coddle you. I'm not here to baby you. You don't need to hear from me. Oh, it's going to be okay, Stevie. Little Johnny, everything's going to be all right. Because it's not. Fucking divorce is hard. This shit is hard. What you're feeling right now is hard. The emotions you get from your wife and watching her leave is hard. Your kids being broke up, it's fucking hard. So I'm not here to sympathize with you. I will empathize with you. I will go, fuck, man, dude, I understand. I've been there. I know exactly what you're feeling. And for those of you that I don't understand your story because you know, I'm not in your situation, I can definitely say, yeah, it's painful. This shit is painful. But that doesn't mean you have to stay stuck. How long are you willing to wait for that life that you want to live? Final question you need to look at. I'm going to give you this final question, then we're going to talk about some options. Can I afford to stay married to this person emotionally and financially? Can I afford to stay married to this person emotionally and financially? Guys, for me, this was it. I'd come to a place emotionally in my marriage where I could not afford to live married with this person anymore. There was so much toxicity. There was an unwillingness for her to come back to the marriage in a healthy way that I couldn't do it anymore. And so this is not meant to give you permission for a divorce or any of those things. What it's meant to do is help you understand that there is a bigger picture, that there are questions that are of deeper essence that you need to get to the bottom of before you try to move forward in divorce, before you try to do those things. And I'm going to give you some options that discuss that in a second. But I want you to really get to a place where you go, can I afford to stay married to this person emotionally and financially? Because if you can, like if you can put up with the emotional baggage for now and learn how to communicate and learn how to set boundaries, then, then you're fine. If you can't afford it financially, then you're fine. 
That's why it's can you actually afford to do it? Because if you can, if you have not given your all, then you're just giving up too soon. If you have not looked at everything about you, Jocko Willenick, extreme ownership. If you have not owned all of the shit in your life and in your marriage, then you can't afford yet to give up. You must do that. So here's option number one. Before you file for divorce, you need to own your shit. You need to own your shit. One of the things we teach our clients is before you move on, make sure it's right. Make sure it's right. Own your shit. Get closure. Because a guy that tries to leave a marriage and doesn't own his shit, guess what? He's taking that shit with him to the next relationship. See it all the time. As I like to say, when you've been cut in a relationship, you've been wounded. If you don't get that shit healed, you're going to bleed on the next person. I'm, I don't know where it came from. I'm pretty sure I did not invent that saying, but I love it. I love it. If you are cut and or wounded in your relationship and you don't heal from that, you will bleed on the next person. So before you go and file for divorce, you need to own your shit. You need to own your shit. You need to be responsible for your own stuff. You need to look at yourself internally and go, okay, where am I the cause? Where am I the fault? What am I doing to improve? What am I doing to bring leadership? How am I communicating? Where am I setting boundaries? Because that's option number two. What are your actual boundaries? What are your boundaries? Are you setting hard boundaries that create what we call that vacuum that draws her in to realize, oh shit, this dude's changing. This dude's acting differently. He's talking differently. One of our clients uh, said the other day, he used uh, one of our, our setting the narrative uh, statements, basically, you know, through Voxer and, and, and our, in our real-time communication with him, said, hey, use this statement back to her via text and see what happens. She was like, why are you talking to me like a therapist? And she didn't understand, right? Like, this is weird. You're talking to me differently. Why? And you know what? The next day she apologized and said, Hey, you know what? Thank you for trying to, to communicate like a leader. Oh shit. That's how you fucking get results. Because guys, even in the moment, even if she doesn't realize it, she's going to know. My ex all the time says to me, wow, you have changed. You have grown. You, you are a completely different man than the one I married or the one that, that you know, you left and, and all this stuff. Yeah, because I had to, because I didn't want to continue to bleed onto my next relationship. I didn't want to carry the same shit into that because I realized that I was 50% of the problem. I don't care what your ex did or what your wife did. I don't care how bad of a woman she is. I don't care how toxic she is. The fact is you were the one who was married to her. You were the one who didn't have boundaries and you were the one who put up with the shit and you didn't enforce boundaries. You didn't communicate. You didn't own your side of the equation. That's tough, man, but it's a reality. The reality is what are your actual boundaries? What are the actual boundaries you're putting in place to say, 
before I file for divorce, before I do those things, what is okay, what is not okay? What is acceptable behavior, what is not acceptable behavior? You need to know what those are. The final thing, what are the consequences of divorce going to be on me and my kids? I want you to think through that. What are the consequences going to be? Let me tell you, not every situation is bad, like the worst tumultuous thing in the world. I thought divorce would be the worst thing ever. I thought it would absolutely destroy my kids and my family. I thought I was the worst person in the world, the worst husband in the world. All these things, because I am not a quitter. I don't give up on people. And I think that's why my ex was so shocked that I actually did. Because she was, she didn't think I would ever do it, that I would ever file. Even though she threatened millions of times. And guys, this isn't, this, this isn't meant to say, oh, everyone's life is better after divorce. I'm not one of those people. Man, it, it's shitty. It sucks for a lot of people. And you know what? It still, it sucked for me and it's still hard. I have my kids 80% of the time. That means she only gets them every other weekend. That's it. The rest of the time, they're mine. I have a three-year-old all the way up to 15. And to manage that as a single dad is hard. To manage a growing business is hard all at the same time. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I wish I had my wife, a functional, healthy wife, but I don't. What I have is my manhood. What I have is my empowerment. What I have is the opportunity for growth. And so I considered the consequences and what they would be on my kids. I considered where this would go and what would happen. And when I took that leap, I knew that I was going to back up and support my decision. So whatever you decide to do today, wherever you decide to go and whatever, if you think divorce is your best option, I'm not here to disagree with you. I'm not here to agree with you because I don't know your situation. Like I was just typing to someone earlier, look, I, can, I cannot give you generalized advice. What I can do is help you think about the problem, give you a frame and a construct around the problem so that you can make the decision. All my guys in the coaching program will tell you that, that I'm not just dispensing advice. Okay. I'm not God. I'm not your guru. I'm a guy who's been through the shit and helps men formulate their own strategy based upon what they want, based upon what is healthy and able to move forward because that's how we do life. So that is what we bring to the table. Look, I think you would benefit greatly if you were in this situation and you're trying to consider what do I do? How do I do it? I think you'd benefit greatly from talking to our team about it. Empoweredman.co slash book. Empoweredman.co slash book. We work with guys who are facing separation and or divorce. Whether the wife wants it or you want it, it doesn't matter. The fact is, before you go down that road, you must have a construct. You must have these things in place. And we can help you formulate that. We can help you formulate a game plan. So if you get on a call with our team, it's not just a sales pitch, it's a game plan. It's about understanding you, understanding what's going on and where you want to go and help you formulate what that looks like. Whether that's with us or not, is not up to us. I just want you to take action, right? I just want you to take action. Like I said, I'm fucking addicted to transformation. I love watching my guys go from emotional, feeling like a little boy and lost to empowered men who are growing and and are hungry for more. They're hungry for more. So guys, that's all I got today. And we will talk to you soon. 
Hey, if what you heard today really resonated with you and you want to connect with me, then here's what I want you to do. Pull out your phone right now and go to empoweredman.co slash group. That's empoweredman.co, not com, .co slash group. So you can join our free Facebook group and connect with me there. We also have a ton of free content and trainings in that group to help you when you join. So until then, this is Mark signing off on Empowered AF.